In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. State lawmakers led by Representative Joey Andrews are preparing to reintroduce a bill shaping statewide short-term rental regulations this month. In an update to the Berrien County Board of Commissioners on Thursday, Midwest Strategies' Mike Crombean said it's legislation that's likely to be controversial and see a lengthy debate. It essentially would register the platforms, the Airbnbs, the VRBOs. It would create a, uh, I believe it'll be a 6% excise tax on short-term rentals that would then fund a state registry of all of the short-term rentals in the state so that local units of governments could sort of see what's being rented and how many days in their communities. Representative Andrews confirms that's how the proposal is shaping up. He says the current version would not tell cities and townships what they can and can't regulate or zone in regards to short-term rentals. We wanted to approach this from the perspective of what's good for our local governments and our municipalities. So ours really tries to enshrine local control uh, as much as possible. Andrew says the problem he's seeking to address is making sure communities have a way to contain short-term rentals. More than anything, the short-term rentals put a burden on local government for regulation and the public safety and infrastructure that they make uh, use of. And so what we're trying to do is help our communities uh, you know, regulate these things and uh, enforce their regulations. Andrew says expect the bill introduction in the next couple of weeks, and he's hopeful it can be approved by the legislature this year, if not by this summer. Proposed climate disclosure rules from the Securities and Exchange Commission will drive up costs to consumers and potentially put more family farms out of business. That's the testimony of Bill Schwartz, a farmer from Matawan who was in Washington, D.C. yesterday at a hearing of the House Financial Services Oversight and Investigations. Congressman Bill Heisinger is the subcommittee chairman and invited Schultz to testify about the cost of complying with the Security and Exchange Commission's proposed rule. If approved, the rule would require public companies to disclose greenhouse gas emissions and climate-related risks. Schwartz says part of that compliance means anyone in a company's supply chain would be required to collect and disclose the information, including family farms. Our industry's focus is on growing the food, fuel, and fiber that this country needs. And being subjected to regulations intended for Wall Street does not advance that work. Schultz Fruit Ridge Farms has been family-owned and operated for 70 years. The farm currently has fruits, vegetables, baked goods, meats, and hard ciders. And because it's a busy U-Pick farm, they've also opened a restaurant. Schultz says if the rule goes through as written, they'll likely have to pass on the cost to consumers. Yeah, from a down-to-earth point of view, if you will, uh, compliance, everything has a cost. There's a cause and effect. And so there will be additional management, if you will, to this compliance. There are signals from the SEC that they might redraft that portion of the rule that would affect so-called Scope 3 parties, essentially those supply chain parties like Family Farms. The agency maintains that information is important for investors so they know whether what they're investing in is placing a positive or negative risk on climate. We've been hearing from our state representatives this week. They're back in Lansing for session. Next Wednesday, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is set to deliver her sixth State of the State address. We asked State Representative Joey Andrews what he would like the governor to address. Uh, I'm hoping to hear some focus on, um, you know, how we're going to go about growing Michigan. We had that whole growing Michigan council and this, you know, obvious focus on our population problem. And so I'm hoping that we we hear from the governor on her plan going forward as far as that's concerned and, you know, what the prospect for economic development in our state's going to be.
The governor's speech is set for next Wednesday, January 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can listen to it on WSJM. It's not often an agency of the United States government admits they were wrong, and it's even more rare when they send you a check to clear up the matter. That's what happened for one military veteran in Buchanan. Berrien County Veteran Services Director Maureen Adams was at the Berrien County Commission meeting yesterday, and she said that her team recently met a veteran who opened a claim for benefits with the VA. He waited, but was never able to receive any updates or a decision on that claim. Adams says her team followed up with the veteran, reached out to the VA, and found out that the claim was closed back in 2019 with no reasoning, no notice, and no payment. BCVS reopened the claim and the VA approved it. So he had been rated at a 10% rating. His rating went up to 100%. So the VA then took that 100% and paid him back retroactively to 2019 because it was their error in closing the claim. So the gentleman received, I believe it was $100,451 and some change. This particular veteran served in the military during World War II, and last December, he turned 101 years young. The PGA of America this week announced they're inviting people to consider registering for PGA Job Match to be considered for a new cycle of positions that support the PGA of America's high-profile 2024 major championships. Championships director Brandon Haney says it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get involved in a professional sports tournament. He adds the program helps support the local community and get the word out about job opportunities that start months before and last for weeks after a major event. It's not only championship week. When we come in and we get ready for a championship, our build and construction of all the temporary infrastructure that it takes to put on this major championship starts uh, about six weeks beforehand. So there are job opportunities that really start the beginning of April. You can register now online. We have a link on our website at wsjm.com. Registration is open through mid-February. The events they're advertising for right now include the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores, the PGA Championship in Louisville, and the KPMG Women's PGA Championship in Sammamish, Washington in June. Job opportunities include part-time and full-time temporary work from April through July. Former Michigan Congressman Justin Amash is exploring a possible Senate run in the Republican primary in Michigan, saying a principled, consistent, constitutional conservative is needed in the Senate. Amash said on Thursday in a post on X, he has launched an exploratory committee as he considers a run for the Senate seat being vacated by retiring Senator Debbie Stabenow. He said many people have urged him in recent weeks to run in the GOP primary. The Michigan Republican Party is in default on a half-million-dollar loan, and apparently it has ignored a recent demand for immediate payment. That's according to a new court filing from Comerica Bank. Bank attorneys wrote the court in Ingham County that the party has been in default for 120 days, and now they're seeking control of its former headquarters for potential sale. Michigan Republican Party Executive Director told Bridge Michigan about the notice, It's saying it's an illusion that the debt is a function of the Karamo administration, referring to party leader Christina Karamo and looking to blame previous Republican leaders for their current financial problems. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.